0: here we go for the YouTube are you ready? Would you play already or what? I already hit play thank you Sign of this show, oh boy. Yes, good morning, all. Welcome to my show. You know that we would be here for a hundred and nine days in a Get to bring your water with you, then you know that word with you. With you. We are live I- I- now. Do you know? I feel like I forgot to, to do a show. But I'm still here for, like I said, 109 days in a row. Matter of fact, it says 108. I don't even remember which way it would be. But I do remember for me, I was on that thing for now. I need to wake up earlier like I used to. How, how do I maintain this energy? I don't know how I could do this forever. I don't know if I need to try harder so that I can be. So that I can be. I beat it. Put my cards into here. Subscribe to the danger. Zone you know you need a stranger to get by you. Know that I you was that Caillou, that little kid from PBS S, S. That's public broadcast cast cast. Do you wanna see mess? mess messier what up kim me welcome to me T. Welcome to Me TV and Weasel Words has come for free. Do you know my fee is so affordable for thee? One that you take for me, I will go back for MTV and say T R L what happened to Sarah Cure. Come, you know my mom used to go there for you rest a while. Do you, 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 mothers love it here. It's actually kind of cool. Everything is doing. Yes, thank you. The reason my hat's on backwards is because Buffalo has already been made great, because Buffalo made the playoffs this last year. So, it's been a good couple of years for me, I must say. You know, with tr- Trump winning, and the Bills making the playoffs, I'd say I'm pretty good. I'd say I'm pretty happy. So get ready on a new episode of Knee TV. This is May sixteenth, two thousand eighteen, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It is. Oh, good morning, Amethyst. Made it today. Wow, Amethyst, up early and she got a new logo. She got a new little logo with a little planet flying into space. Maybe it's a comet. Maybe she in the comets now. Maybe can a bear? It's a horror Comet. Comets or comet. Look at this wing I got flying out here. Look at this wing. Whoop. So it is seven. 05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's a basketball? Oh, dope. That's good. I don't even recognize it because I played so badly last time I was out. In fact, last time I played ball, it wasn't terrible. I just, my jumper was off. So i I playing with, like, just some street ball, little pickup, you know. And I was just going to shoot on my own. I was like, hey, you guys using this side of the court? They are like, hey, you want to play with us? I was like, all right. First possession, they pass to me, pull up, shoot a three, swish. But it didn't feel good off my hand. Like, it just kind of like, I kind of like flicked it and forced it. And it swish, and the guy's like, what are you, an NBA player? And I was like, oh boy. If it didn't feel good and goes in, it's a bad sign. Because now I don't know where to release the ball. So at this point, I'm wondering, I'm like, oh man. This is gonna be this is gonna be a rough one. So, next possession, air ball bounces goes over the fence. I went one for seven from three with like four air balls, one make, and, and two bricks. Now the rest, the rest I was playing well. Nobody, I'm top defender. I rip from them every time, and I was making some, a bunch of other shots. But my jump shot was so cold, it was embarrassing, and I started off with a swish, but that's why it's like you gotta warm up, you have to warm up before you play, you can't just go out there and play, because you gotta get that feeling, and that takes like 5-10 minutes to get that feeling, at least for me, I've always, in basketball, I've always been that guy that is rusty, until I warm up, and once I warm up, boom, I'm good, and I, I didn't even warm up, so it was just, it was rough, it was a rough going, at least shooting the deep ball. Other than that, your boy has got some more gigs coming my way. Um, I'm going to actually work on some skits today. I'm really excited about some skits that I'm going to be recording, writing, recording, and everything today. And in addition to the skits that we're doing, I am getting excited for the Danger Zone. So if you don't know what the Danger Zone is, and I'm assuming you do but I should never make that assumption. If you want, in the description of of all of my videos now, you'll see a few things. And it starts with obviously my business. I need to talk about my business more. Syracure.com It's great for unlimited legal advice from an attorney in your state. And it's not even an attorney, you get a whole you get access to a whole law firm. So, for example, in New York state, our law firm is Kramer, Feldman, Monaco. I call them multiple times a month. And they have 50 different attorneys working on different issues. And they have like over 200 employees there. Half of them are there just to answer the phones because people are calling all day long. And I get unlimited legal advice. So if that's something that you think could be valuable for you, your business, whether you want to get your will done, whether you're having a dispute with somebody and you need a letter sent, it's basically like 20 bucks a month. And you can use it for a ton of different things. But for me, like especially for people in business, it's extremely valuable. And if you want to set up an LLC, S-Corp, or C or C-Corp, you can save a lot of money doing it that way. And just let me know, and we can walk you through all the processes. Um, that's my business. In addition to, and that's, that's actually just one part of my business. I'm actually, there are a few other things that I do for my business. Good morning, Evil. I don't like calling you Evil. I'm just calling you Eric from now on. Good morning, Evil. Oh, amethyst embracing her inner baller—that's good. So, in addition to the legal shield that I do sell via through my website, secure.com, there is in the description. So, below, basically below my website, I ask you to subscribe to this channel if you haven't subscribed to this channel. See, I just watched—I just watched the numbers drop from six to three. So, if you're still watching this, please hit the like button because that's basically how I'm able to tell who is still here. Is based on how many likes I have. Because I just watched, you know, it said six people watching, three likes. And then all of a sudden six dropped right down to three at a moment. So, yeah, now it's telling me, you know, I got about four people watching. That's how I do my tracking of who's actually watching the show. Because I see that happen quite often. And I have my business channel below that. If you want, look, just for, like, some ideas to learn more about my business. If you don't want to go to my website, you can go right to the link below, my personal channel for YouTube, and it's got my Syracure channel for YouTube. So check that out. Then if we have notes for the show, that's where they go. Once again, I ask uh, people to, to follow the show to keep up, but under that, eventually we catch up to the Danger Zone. And in the Danger Zone, there's a bunch of stuff going on. It's not just hangs anymore. Like There is... Serio's putting some really awesome videos together, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So make sure you subscribe to The Danger Zone. We are also podcasting as well, and today's episode is to judge or not to judge. So I got this, basically, this is a topic we have talked about before, but the notion of judge not lest ye be judged. Which is the King James Version. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 1. This is in chapter 1? Oh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 1. And I'm going to, so the the famous quote is, Judge not, lest ye be judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. Now, that's why I don't like the King James Version. Because I don't talk like that. My wife is mad at me. I swapped out our double bed for a trampoline. I think that's a great idea. So, here's how, that's how it says in King James 1-3 in the St. Joseph's edition of the New American Bible. It says, Stop judging, that you may not be judged. For as you judge, so you will be judged. And the measure for which you measure will be measured out to you. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye but not perceive the wooden beam in your own eye? And it's because, you know, Jesus was a carpenter, so he used a lot of wooden parables. It's true. How can you say to your brother, let me remove that splinter from your eye while a wooden beam is in your eye? You hypocrite. Remove your wooden beam from your eye first. Then you will see clearly to remove the splinter from your brother's eye. So, Jesus talked a lot of times in parables because they were easy to relate I mean, this isn't that complicated, but a quote that I often say, and I know, you know, sometimes we got to rehash some of these issues. I've talked about this before, but there's only so many issues, you know, and, and I don't want to do politics every day. We could do politics every day, but I want, I like talking more of the issues. I was thinking about it yesterday, I was doing a lot of reading yesterday and I thought, you know, I'm. I like talking more of the issues than the politics. I went into George Soros territory and, and Karl Popper and Hillary Clinton. And afterwards, I didn't feel like I learned anything. To be completely honest, I already knew a little bit about Karl Popper. So I was basically just reiterating some of that information. And I didn't feel good at the end of the day. I think lessons are more important than, than political issues. Personally, that's how I feel. So My quote that I've been saying since 2014 a lot of my quotes come from 2014 that's when i was i was writing a lot i was writing a lot of material back then because to be honest in 2014 what my goal was was by 2016 i was going to run for congress in our area here so i would have been 28 years old and i was going to run for congress in central new york and i was either going to try to primary john Katko... As a Republican or run on the Democrat side. It really didn't matter to me. At the time, I was a conservative Democrat. And I was meeting with leaders in the Democrat Party in Syracuse. And I would sit down with them and I would say, look, I'm conservative. But the Democrats need a a conservative again. And they would actually, the older leaders, all agreed with me. They're like, yeah, we need another, you know, like JFK-type Democrat. I was like, I know. So then, what actually, this is an interesting story. Before I tell you the story, my quote that's similar to this is... To judge the motives of a man is not for man to judge. For we can only judge evidence. And that's, that's for me, like that's the truth. Because many times you'll hear people say, well they do, did it because of this. Yeah, you don't really know that. You don't know why somebody did something because a lot of times they don't know why they did it. You gotta understand the root of why someone did it. And if you don't have evidence for the root of that, then you're no better. And a lot of times when you hear people talk about somebody and you don't know them, so it's a gossip, many times, if, if, if you've been around the block and you know that we've all made mistakes and we've all been in different positions, then they're no better. And, and, and many times, if you hear somebody talking about somebody, it says more about them than the person that they're actually talking about. Because that person's not there to defend themselves. So, one of the things that I learned actually at MT Bank was they said defend those that aren't present, which has nothing to do with banking, but they understood in a work environment. If people are around and someone's talking about somebody not there, well, maybe they did it because of this. Just little phrases like that. It might immediately make people upset with you in the group, but in the long term, you're better for it because. Say that person overhears a conversation. They hear you defend them. You've now just earned honor with that person. And that's not why you do it. But, if you do it that way and you just give them the benefit of the doubt because you don't know why something was done a certain way, it speaks more to your character. It really does. So, um, context doesn't matter. Yeah. Right, exactly. So that's what, that's what, um... That's what a lot of people are going through right now. I mean, look at the the court of public opinion. The court of public opinion is, if you get accused of anything, you're dead. It doesn't matter anymore. Look at, and I kind of joke about this on Twitter, but it's true. If you look at R. Kelly in this whole Spotify issue, whatever you think of R. Kelly, he was acquitted for the accusation of indecent acts with a minor. You know, he was acquitted. So, if you still want to hold it over him because you said, well, I know it was him, I know it was him, maybe it was, but it doesn't matter. He was acquitted. So, in the in the actual court, not the court of public opinion, the guy's innocent. What's bad is that, that this happened back in like 2003, 2004, and, and of course he's had plenty of other accusations since then. But the issue is, is that now Spotify's taking him out of their playlists, which is hypocritical because they got felons on there. They got all kinds of stuff. Like 50 Cent served, I think, a three to five year term in prison. He's got his, and that's why I, so 50 Cent came out and defended R. Kelly because he said something to the effect of, man, the guy was proven innocent. So like, this ain't right. Because 50 Cent knows that if, if Spotify starts taking down people that they don't agree with, and it makes guys like him look a lot worse. You know? So, people that have actually committed and been convicted of crimes, how do you how do you keep them up if you're going to take someone that the public opinion doesn't like about with R. Kelly? It makes you a hypocrite. And like I say, you don't have to be an R. Kelly fan to at least admit that if you take his music down because public opinion doesn't like him, then what else? I mean, pretty soon they'll be taking Kanye West music down just because he's leaning right. They'll be like, oh, well, you know, um, he's, he's saying some things that don't align with what we agree with. And they're allowed to do that because they're Spotify. They have a company. They're allowed to do it. I just don't agree with it. Create your own platforms. Use your own platforms. So, um, I was talking about what I wanted to do back in 2014. So, same thing happening in the Lions coach. He's facing public opinion in court. Some, oh, I didn't hear what, what happened with the Lions coach. He, uh, Eric, tell me what happened with the Lions coach because I haven't heard about it. So in 2014, I was, at this point, I just got um, a prom- promotion with m Bank. So I wasn't earning great money, but okay. And I was DJing and I was super involved with like United Way and this other nonprofit, Aurora, I was on the board of. And I felt some respect coming in. Dropping Bibles. That's not a good thing. So I started feeling some respect coming in. And my goal from, I don't know how long, since I was probably 20, was I wanted to be in office locally. Pause. The Supreme Court ruling about the Christian bakers is what screwed up everything as far as businesses and their choices. Some sexual... uh, Good morning, Stephanie, by the way. Sexual allegations surfaced from, like, 93. Yeah, it's bullcrap, man. That's bullcrap. Wait, so what is the Supreme Court ruling? If you have, um... Stephanie, if you have a link in regards to the Supreme... I didn't know there was a Supreme Court ruling about Christian bakers. I just thought that that was, um... something local courts were deciding. I didn't know the Supreme Court decided anything there. So, in 2014, as... as I was getting more politically involved. I'm still a conservative Democrat. And I remember writing an article for a local politician called a conservative Democrat. And it was very, very interesting. And because of that and my willingness to want to meet with the Democrats, I did. I started calling on the guy that ran the local Democrats of Syracuse. Sat down with him and he goes, well, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to run for office one day he starts asking about my views. And he goes, well, he goes, you know, the Democrats are very pro-union. We're very, and he starts telling me these different things. And I said, yeah, that's, I go, my mom was in a union. She worked for the city of Syracuse. And he was good. At that point, he was good. He was like, oh, okay. Uh, well, you know, I want you to go to this meeting. He just needed to hear one thing that he agreed with. And I didn't say I was in favor of the unions. I just said, well, my mom, you know, my mom worked for a union with the city of Syracuse as a teacher and he was he was good to go so I go to one of these meetings and it's literally it's me and about I'd say 15 other young Democrats right all under the age of 30 or right around the age of 30 right and at the time I'm only let's see I'm 26 years old 26 got a good job And everyone's talking about different strategies of what we can do. Now, the 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 funny part was is and and don't forget to hit the like button if you're still here because once I see those ratios hit hit six and six, makes me curious to think that um people are actually still here or the numbers aren't being reported properly. So that's just for me to to understand. And also, I don't like seeing two sixes next to each other because if that third six come along, we in trouble, baby. We in trouble. Hey. You got scar tissue, got your thing on your truck, you ain't supposed to start playing randomly like that. I don't like when websites have things that just automatically play. It gets too many people in trouble. It gets too many of them people in trouble. That ain't ready for. And that ain't right. And that ain't right. Oh, here we go. So here's, so thank you, Weasels. So Weasel sent us the link to the Supreme Court ruling. You know what? you're right. I apologize. There have been state-by-state differences. Sorry, Mr. Oh, what? Stephanie, you might not be wrong, because Weasel actually sent a link for you. And it says, Supreme Court hears same-sex wedding cake. So this is an article according to Fox News, which is fair and balanced. Honestly, didn't didn't Fox News say fair and balanced? Just a tick off. That's actually, that's a great interview with, uh, not Colbert, who was the other guy that, that had the show that Colbert actually started was the daily show. I can't John Stewart. John Stewart's his name where they had him on one of these political shows and and he had the ultimate defense because he just said, well, I just tell jokes. He talked politics, but as soon as he didn't know what he was talking about, he'd go, look guys, that's for you guys to figure out. I just tell jokes. And it was the perfect defense. In fact, keep that in mind. I've said this many times. If someone disses you for something, if you're not sensitive and you just wear it, you can't keep making fun of them for it. Um, so, something happened to me recently. I don't. I don't remember what it was, but basically they called me something, and I, and that's why I was. Uh, I was like, yeah, you're right. And da, 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 And then they couldn't say anything about it. Yeah, the ruling is in, is in June 2018, so the ruling is next month. All right, so we're gonna read this article quickly. So the Supreme Court is expected to rule on this later on the potentially landmark case that pits religious freedom against anti-discrimination laws. See, that's the thing about anti-discrimination laws is that we all discriminate all of the time, which is stupid. You're allowed to discriminate. That's your freedom. Doesn't mean that you, sh- that you should be racist. But you know what? If someone decides to be racist, that's up to them. Is it not racist to have affirmative action? Is it not racist to have government programs that help women and minority owners? Those are all racist programs. So let's just be honest about it. Let's be completely honest about it. The controversy began when Jack Phillips, owner of a Masterpiece cake shop in Colorado, refused to work on a wedding cake for a same-sex couple in 2012, citing his religious beliefs. While he maintains that he serves anyone who comes into his shop, he does not cater to every event. State Civil Rights Commission sanctioned Phillips after the gay couple filed a formal complaint. The case has never been about cakes. It's about the rights of gay people to receive equal service in businesses and not be afraid to be turned away because of who they are. Well, who cares if you get turned away? I get turned away every day when I call on people. That would be like me as a business owner being like, buy my legal shield. And if you don't, you're doing it because I'm a white male. You're doing it because you're, oh, you're racist against me because I'm a white male. Like, that's bullcrap. You can do business whoever you want to do business with. Just like I to be consistent. I said, you know, if Spotify wants to do that to R. Kelly, they're allowed to do it because it's their business. I just don't agree with it. I literally just said that 20 minutes ago. It's their business. You can do whatever you want to do with it. I understand the precedent that it sets. And then people like me will question your consistency. But it's your business. You do what you want to do with it. This case has never been about cakes, but... Okay, cool. Uh, David Mullins, who attempted to hire Phillips to bake a wedding cake in 2012, told Fox News it's about access, it's about basic access to public life. After nearly 90 minutes of oral arguments in December 2017, the Supreme Court justice appeared to be equally divided along ideological ideological lines about that case. Ruling is expected by June 2018. So this is what weasel. Was just telling us. Here are three other cases. Yeah. We don't need to go into three other cases, but, um... Crowder already mocked this like crazy. Crowder showed how... He said, all right, let's do this with Muslim bakeries. And none of the Muslim bakeries said they wanted to cater his gay wedding. And he wasn't even trying to put Muslims on blast. He just knows that they're far more strict about homosexuality than Christians are. And... No be cared. No big deal, because the Muslims are a protected entity. You would think that the judge could look in the future and then, Yes so that's the thing. The judges are half not in favor of the Supreme or in favor of the Constitution. Half of them. And and in fact, just for them to pass Obamacare, what they did a few years ago, and, and obviously they all didn't vote for it. But just for them to pass that was very anti-American. You don't, man as a court, you don't mandate people do things. Your job is to protect life, liberty, and property. Your job is not to ensue health care and all these other bullcrap. And it's not even health care. Like, your health care is already provided for. If you were to get sick or get in an accident, hospitals cannot refuse to operate on you. They will give you the health care. Now, are you going to get a bill at the end of the day? yes. And do you think that forcing someone to buy healthcare is going to help with that? Maybe slightly because if I paid $600 a month, I'd have a deductible of like $10,000. So I'd still be responsible for the first 10 grand. It's bull crap and it would cost me 600 bucks a month. So do that times 10 months is $6,000 plus another 1200. That's 6 that's $7,200 a year. Seventy-two hundred dollars a year, I'd have to pay for something with a ten thousand dollar deductible. That's a crappy insurance. I'd have to pay eight hundred a month for it to be worth it. And if I paid eight hundred a month, that would be eight thousand, and then sixteen hundred would be almost ten ninety six hundred ninety-six hundred dollars a month, uh, ninety-six hundred dollars a year to have decent uh, health insurance. The irony of this is, is, is that you're literally, we have become socialist. So I, I, I can't even. Chank was right, because he said this a while ago. He goes, Now, he said it from his perspective. He goes, you like Social Security, don't you? Well, that's a socialist program, and he's right. All of those programs, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, they're all socialized programs. So, yes, we are socialist. We're still more capitalist than... I don't even know if that's true. Let's, 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 one, of, one of my big things is about taxes, right? A few phrases that I live by is, anyone's capable of anything good or bad. And less tax equals more freedom. So this may not be the most exciting topic, but we're going to look at tax brackets. And I want to see this right from taxbrackets.org, how much you're getting charged. So <laughs> this is silly. So I'm, I'm actually looking at, this is and these are federal taxes. This does not include state taxes. If you want your state tax, look them up. Some states don't even have income tax, some do. Hey, what the heck happened? Why did my link not save in here? I'm going to save changes. Why did my Fox News link not save in here? Oh, because I got two different windows open. Yeah, that doesn't help. There we go. Damn, yeah. Yeah, FDR really didn't do a lot right. Let's be honest. You know? It's like FDR... And and even as far as dropping the bomb, he should have got involved in the war a lot earlier, I believe, and we wouldn't have had to drop the bomb. But because he waited so long and waited for us to get attacked, which some say we knew that was coming, he had to drop bombs. and And when he dropped bombs... Obama goes around saying how, you know, as Americans, we should apologize. It's like, uh, hey, that was your president waiting too long to get involved in the wars. All right. Come on, Edge. You got all these stupid things and now I just lost all of my tabs? What in the heck? You see see what happens when you try to force it? You see what happens when you try to force it? All right, so I'm not going to be able to add any more links. So we're basically going to do these tax bracket things. And then we're gonna have a little fun. Cause just edge this uh browser I'm using, because I'm refusing to use Google products. Well, as little as I have to use I'm using an Android. Don't forget to hit that like button. And if you've never been here before, my name's John Neri. This is TV and this is our hundred and eighth episode. And you like to have a little fun, we talk about everything. The phrase of my show is God Freedom Legacy in the Order. We start off, we read a little Bible. We already had some personal stuff, so that's just my little uh halfway plug, so thank you for coming by. Alright, so, this is how the tax brackets read. According to tax-brackets.org slash federal tax table. Like I said, states like Texas, Florida, and I forget some of the others, have no state income tax. Okay? Many, most, the majority of states do. So these are just federal income tax. So, it says if you're making, it says $0 plus, you get taxed at 10%. I don't even think that's true. I don't think that's true. I think if you're making less than ten grand, I don't think you get taxed at all. Oh, you know why you don't get taxed at all? It's because when you take a standard deduction, then you equals out so you don't pay any taxes. I think that's how it works. I could be wrong. If you make over... $9,525, any dollar over that is taxed at 15%. And I used to not understand this right. How it works is, so from, from $0 up to $9,000, basically, you get taxed 10%. Then from 9525 five twenty-five and up, you get taxed at 15 Then the next bracket is at thirty-eight seven. So at $38,700 and up, you start getting taxed at 25%. So that's how that works. It's not that well if I'm making 37,000 it's better than making $38,700. It's like no because you only get taxed at 25% once on the dollars over that. I didn't I used to not understand that. So big jump between 10,000 and 38 you go from 15% to 25%. That's a big jump. Now between 38,000 and 93,000 it only goes up to 28% that must be that must have changed for twenty eighteen because i don't remember it being like that before so it only goes up to twenty eight I think it, that used to be like thirty five and then if you go up to then it doesn't go up again until a hundred and ninety five thousand goes up to thirty three percent and it doesn't hit it doesn't hit forty percent basically thirty nine point six until you make four hundred and twenty six thousand it hits 35 at 424. And then in $2,000, it hits 30, 39.6. It's so weird how they did. Like, like these, the ratios of this just don't make any sense. And that's right. Someone mentioned in here um, about the progressive tax. And I'm trying to find that with uh, Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, so the whole idea of a progressive tax is wrong. You're you're centivizing people to make more money. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, it did. Oh, thank you, Kimmy. Right. So, so, it used to be, I believe, I believe, is once you went over 38, I think it went to 35%. I, I could be wrong. It could be 30%. I don't remember exactly. I should look to see what the 2017 tax brackets, or let's just go 2016, to not uh, confuse anything so 2016 just to compare basically 25 percent here's the numbers we need to know 25 percent at 38,000 basically and 28 percent at 93 that's basically where most of us are so here 2016 is virtually the same virtually the same virtually the exact same 25 percent for 37 what, 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 what Trump did was the standard deduction, he's doubling the standard deduction. So virtually, you'll be paying less because they're saying, yeah, it does cost more than whatever the standard deduction was. Let's, let's look that up so we're not completely talking out of our ass. or behind, excuse my language. Um, standard deduction change. Yeah, as soon as I see those stupid little pound signs in there, or Euro, orders, I think those are pound signs. We don't know what you're talking about. But Weasel, for you, I'll try to read it. So for up to 11.8 thousand pounds, 0%. 11 to 46 thousand, 20%. 46 to 150, 40%. Woo! Over 150, 45%. Holy guacamole. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty significant. I mean, and that's the thing. When you, when you actually think about it, so when people say, yeah, you're, you're virtually half your money goes to the government, and then people would read that and go, yeah, but you don't even pay that much. You only pay 20% up to $93,000. It's like, okay, then there's state income tax. There's sales tax. There's tax on gas. There's tax on virtually everything. There's property tax, education. There's uh, If you own property, there's property. There's Sometimes there's educa- a separate education tax, depending on where you're from. You add it all up, and you add up how many t- tax dollars you actually pay, you're going, holy crap, this is not right. Alright, so taxable income, okay, I got that. I want the standard deduction. So the twenty eighteen standard deduction amounts will be as followed for single twelve thousand, for married twenty-four thousand, head of household eighteen thousand. But I feel like what was the standard before was the standard before that like nine thousand? I thought it was gonna double. That's not doubling. I mean it's a nice increase, but it ain't doubling. I like charts. Give me charts. I don't like to have to read big paragraphs and try to find the one piece of information I want. Give me a chart so I can just see it. Let's try this. My bank tracker. I mean, yes, the taxes did improve, but it definitely, according to what I'm seeing, it's not improving as much unless that standard deduction. Here we go. Standard deduction. It did basically double. Standard deduction for 2017, $6,500. Standard deduction for 2018, $12,000. So, yeah, it did basically double and if you're married and it's going from 13,000 to 24,000. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Head of household goes from 9,350 to 18,000. So, yeah, the standard deduction basically did double. So, that's how your taxes basically are getting cut in half. If you look at it that way, depending on what you make, it's not necessarily true, but If you're paying a few thousand dollars in taxes, you probably should be itemizing. And you should probably hire an accountant and say, I want to itemize. And he's going to have you get all your expenses together. Because if you think you... If you're single or you're married, if you're single and you think you have more than 12,000 expenses, then start putting some stuff together. If you're married and you think you have more than 24,000 expenses, start putting some stuff together. Because itemizing is how the story of... Mitt Romney pays less in tax than his secretary, if you guys remember that story that was in the news. And I know, taxes might not be the most exciting thing, but when you get near, when you start adding them all up, and you're near 50% of your total income is paying the government, that's messed up. How capitalist are we at that point? It's like, oh yeah, you know, half of the money I make goes back to the government. Yeah, right? We're socialists. Drives me crazy. You know? And if the, if the one business, the first business that the government wanted to get involved in was, you know, the roads, roads and bridges, right? And the roads and bridges are crap, then where's the money going? And that's what I used to say all the time. I want to read some of these comments. I want a flat rate of 20%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we wanted a flat rate. Ted Cruz was talking about a flat rate of 10%, just like tithing for uh, the church. You tithe. Same thing, like tithe for them, tithe for them, and then we're up to twenty percent between church and, and state. Good to go. Ten percent would be plenty and don't have any write offs. That's how you do it. So if you make a hundred grand, you pay ten thousand. If you make a million, you pay a hundred thousand. And if you did it that way, you'd make you'd force companies to have to pay a lot more because they wouldn't be writing off everything and then virtually paying no tax at the end of the year. Or keeping their money overseas, that's a whole nother thing. Apparently they're trying to bring some of that money back here and with a low, low tax rate, something to that effect. Not sure how that's uh, transpired. I remember that that's what they said they were going to do, but I'd be curi- very curious to see how that would work out. Watch. The other side of that coin is... If you're... I forgot what I was saying. because I See, when I try to do something, I'm trying to do something else because I closed out my tabs because of EDGE. I totally lost my train of thought. So, uh, yeah, if someone wouldn't mind reminding me what the hell I was talking about. Oh, I think I was talking about tax rates and the 10% and all that. So, if if you were just charging a flat rate 10%, you just got a bill in the the mail from the IRS, and you just report to them how much you made. You know, I made $50,000. Here's a $5,000 check. They would actually be making more money that way. And it would be a lot simpler and you'd have a lot, you'd have people a lot more accountable. 10%, flat 10%. And then you wouldn't have to do property, you wouldn't have to do all that. But you know, some of that stuff I do like that it's local and it just gets, it gets way too damn complicated. What there shouldn't be is there shouldn't be an income tax. Should just be a property tax. Now I'm going way back. And the property tax should be 10% of the value. And that's it. That's it. They needed a constitutional amendment for for income tax, I believe, if I go back far enough. And we allowed that to happen. We said, oh, it's for the war. I guess we got to do this. And um, and that's where we screwed up. So I I basically logged back in to everything because I didn't like that I couldn't use one of the sources that I used. So now that source is in there as well. So, um, I think what we're going to do now is, let me just read the last couple of comments here. Weasel, is there a complex theory, you know, tax rates? I would pay more to charities and people. Yeah, see, like, that's that's the problem of what the government did. The government tried to get in the role of charity. Because my buddy said this to me. And he said, well, let me say what my buddy, my buddy said, it was, well, you don't care about people, like, you don't want to help them? And I said, that's what charity is for. I said, how much do you voluntarily give to charity. He's like, well, it doesn't matter. Said, yes, it does matter. Because if you criticize me for not wanting to pay high taxes because you want to help people, then you're a hypocrite because you don't understand the role of charity because if you wanted to help people, you would give to charity. But you say, well, that's the government's job. No, it's not. It's not the government's job. The whole purpose of what our government was set up to do was to be against that. In fact, um so this is what I bring to, to church. Right? This is I, I keep all my notes from church in here. So uh let's see we get man my handwriting is atrocious. Romans thirteen thirteen. Don't participate in wild parties. <laughs> oh sorry about that one. I certainly do there uh Paul. So in the back of it I keep a little handy dandy. I feel like this is that uh what was that show? That guy end ended up getting in trouble with. Blue's Clues, my little handy-dandy Constitution. So, we're going to actually read, like, I know this, I didn't write the Constitution, I like that's how uh, uh, Savage always makes fun of, I believe, Hannity for you. You guys quote the Constitution like you wrote it. He goes, yes, I believe in the Constitution, but he goes, you, you're quoting this book like it's yours. Because he does quote his own books all the time. Which is true. All right, we the people of the United States in order to form a member of the adjusted. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, legislative powers, House of Representatives by the people, yep, cool. Yeah, we're getting into that preamble. I don't, I'm not trying to read the whole preamble. Debt's. Articles. Oh, against property tax and less income pro- property pro- see that's why it used to be only it used to be only property owners could vote and they and the people would say well women couldn't vote or black people it was like it was basically about property owners because they were the one deciding what's going on with their money so that makes sense and nothing to do with women and and black folk I believe this is my opinion It was about having a tax for people that are actually paying, or it's about the ability to vote on issues that your money was being used for. So, if I own a $100,000 house, and I'm paying $10,000 to the government, not that that's kind of a, you'd be paying a lot of money at that rate. Yeah, I'd have to think about that. Yeah, either Here's how I would do it. Either a flat 10% rate for income tax, or... I don't know what would be fair for a property tax, probably like one to three percent, one to three percent property tax, and that's it. You know, I would, I would slash so many government jobs that, you know, no one would vote for me because they'd be like, he wants to cut all the city workers' jobs. I'd be like, yep. (laughs) Yep. There goes your pension. It's all gone. Yeah. Like that would be my platform. I'm here to cut everybody, city, every city worker's pension. And everything else, I'm here to slash. We're slashing prices and fixing roads. That would be my phrase. Slash. Near eye for a uh, local mayor. Slashing prices, fixing roads. Uh, Stefan Molyneux once talked about how taxes were, started to fund World War II and they are s- supposed to be temporary. Yeah, well, it's same thing with, like, uh, the interstate. They put up tolls to, say, to repair the interstates or to put them up or however they said they were going to do it. And, um... They never, at least in New York State, for for Interstate 90, they never took the tolls down, which is bullcrap. They said it was only going to be up for 10 years. Bullcrap. They're making way too much money. Complex stereo. See, this is actually an interesting topic. A lot of people would think that tax is way too boring to talk about, but I think it's actually a pretty interesting thing. Military and education make up the biggest chunk. Stephanie, that's not true. I actually got into this debate with somebody. Um, It's not the military and education that make up the biggest chunk, unless you said something else before that. We're going to look this up. Uh, It's actually Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid make up the majority of the budget. Uh, Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, amount of budget. Now, Last time I looked this up, this was true. At least from where I found. Now this one's saying that's making up. Oh no! Oh, no, here we go. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. Yes, yeah, this this is going to be interesting. Here we go. Most of the budget goes now. This says goes towards defense, social security, and major health programs. So if you look at this. Um, I'm going to put this link not only in the chat, I'm going to put it in my notes as well. So if you go under, if you go in the description, you'll see this. This is cbpp.org. I'm going to try to put this link in my description as well, but for whatever reason, I don't even think I can paste links into my own chat. Maybe I can now. I don't remember. Let me know if that works as a hyperlink. I think it does. All right, so check this out. This is where we're reading from. And it says, most of the budget goes towards defense, social security, and major health programs. So, defense, 16%. Social security, 24%. Medicare, Medicaid, chip, and marketplace subsidies, 26%. So right there, 50% is social security, Medicare, Medicaid, I don't know what chip is, and some other marketplace subsidies 9% safety net programs so I'm imagining that's like uh, section 8 and uh, some of those programs so now we're up to since so 50 we We're up 59% 6% is interest on debt and then the other chunk which I'm not gonna do the math on we're just gonna break it into what they say 8% in be- benefits for federal retirees and veterans transportation infrastructure, 2% education, 2% science and medical research, 1% non-security international, 3% other. There you go. There you go. I've been telling my buddies this for a long time in that the social welfare programs make up the mass majority of our budget with over 59% in Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and Safety Net programs. Fifty nine percent. I mean that's that's bull crap. That is bull crap. Two percent for roads. Yeah, you think you're gonna throw this off, Bear Gribble? You ain't throwing this off cause this I've been telling people this for a while because people think well it's like my buddy's like, Yeah, he's like, Well if our defense wasn't so big, our defense is sixteen percent. Social security alone is twenty-four percent. That's weird because I remember seeing a graph several years ago and even my kids had researched it in military age. Yeah, that's what a lot of people think. And there probably are some organizations that have come up with their own graphs to try to make things look different because people take numbers and they skew the mess out of them. But I remember seeing this and I, I cross-referenced it and everything. And this is the first thing that came up with Bing, Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. Where do our tax dollars go? So there you go. That's one of the most important things I think, as, as far as politically speaking, I've ever covered, because I care about less tax. You know, people want to talk about moral issues all day. Uh, I shouldn't be voting on moral issues. It's, it's what, what's what, dollar for dollar, what's going on? Am I paying for somebody's abortion? Then I don't want to do it. It's, it's really that simple, guys. Yeah, yeah, bear, this is nuts. Look at that. So when you start thinking about it, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, Boom, 50% right there. Safety net programs, 9% right there. 59% in welfare programs. Not to mention, I mean, look at it this way. Benefits for federal retirees and veterans. Look, I'm not trying to cut any veterans benefits, but uh, federal retirees, uh be happy to cut that. 8%, 8%. The military is 16 The entire military is 16%. But the benefits... For federal retirees, and I like how they put in there and veterans as if, you know, a veteran isn't a federal, well, I guess that is kind of separate than a federal worker that just worked for the government forever. 8%. Half of the military budget is for benefits. There you, not, not sorry, not half of the budget. Basically, half of the percentage, so 16% defense, 8% is for benefits. Transportation and infrastructure, 2%. Education, 2%. Which is still plenty. Look at how much you can accomplish with a 2% education budget. Tons. They got benefits. They got, you know, books and all this stuff. It's not they just got books. They got new books all the time. If you're a public school, they're always getting new books. Yeah, it's the opposite of what you think. My mom used to complain about how many new programs they kept instituting all the time. When I went to a small, poor, private school that is closed down now, because all the, the local parochial schools all closed down in the mid two thousands, mid to later two thousands. In ninety, like nine, we had Soviet Union in our textbooks. Yeah, because the books were from like the early nineties, late eighties. Because the history didn't change up until that point, and so then for the newer stuff, you know, you just taught your own stuff. It's just ridiculous. And for those of you that didn't, we're going to do this. I'm sorry, we're rotating, and then we're going to flip. For those of you that didn't click on the link, I'm just going to keep this here for all to see. Look at that. Most of the budget goes to defense. I like how they put, the, and look at even the article, to defense, Social Security, and major health programs. Oh, is that how we're calling it? Because the way that I see it is Social Security's first, so why did you say defense first? Are you trying to say South alphabetical order? No, because you went D, S, and then M. So, obviously, Social Security is 24%, Defense is 16 Yeah, but um, Medicaid and Medicare, 26%. Yeah, so that's 50 right there. Safety net programs, 9%. So we're now up to 59% in welfare programs. That's how I would look at that. I would make that part of the pie one big-ass thing and call them welfare programs. So I was at the diner um, a couple months ago, and I was bitching about something. I wasn't even in there to eat. I was dropping off some information to the owner, and I was bitching about something. And I was like, you know what? I was talking to somebody about all these damn welfare programs. I was like, I wouldn't mind if they cut all the welfare programs. In fact, if they cut Social Security tomorrow, I'd be fine. And you should have saw... All the people turn around and look at me because they're they're banking on that Social Security, right? That's their retirement. A lot of people don't plan for their own retirement. They think that's the government's job, which is bullcrap. Who told you you can retire? You who doesn't work doesn't eat. That's your family's job to take care of you when you're elderly. It's not the government's job. So they all turn around and look at me. I go, yeah, that's right. Plan for your own retirement. Don't make me pay for it. And then they just went back to eating because what can they say at that point? That's why when the politicians start talking about infrastructure and roads, we need to have a conversation about them and about deferring money to do that instead of raising money for what they're trying to do. What up, Joe Mama? People do pay into Social Security. Yep. They should... They should, You know what I would do? Whatever you paid in, boom. Pay it out and then cut it. Because it's bullcrap. Because you know our generation. That, that can't sustain itself. That percentage cannot sustain itself going forward. So... If you want to maintain something like that, you got to think of other options. And in fact, I'd be good. Yeah, it is a Ponzi scheme. I'd be good with not even getting a dollar back Social Security, knowing that my taxes were to be slashed dramatically. Because if 59%, so look at it this way. So let's just say it was 50% to make it easy. And let's say every year I pay about, you know, five grand in taxes. If you're going to tell me I only have to pay 2500 in taxes because you've cut all of the welfare programs... I'd sign up for that. That means I'm saving 2500 a year. Works for me. Works for me. And that's a very, very basic, basic math. And if you've never been here before, Joe Mama, my name is John Neri. I'm from Syracuse, New York. And you've made it to me TV. We talk about, you know, God, freedom, legacy, in that order. We start out talking about judging people, which translated into a million other things. And now here I'm complaining about taxes because they do drive me nuts. I don't know how they didn't drive Jesus nuts. You know, he said, give unto Caesar what belongs to him. Because I think he just didn't want to get involved in a political discussion. The Jews, who obviously care about their money, were coming to him going, Yeah, but they charge us too much, Jesus. They charge us too much. And Jesus was like, is it, is... I picture Jesus as a smooth black man. That's how I picture Jesus. He's just a smooth, play a black man. And he was like, yo, is it, is it my face on a coin? And they were like, I got to do the Jaya voice. Jaya! I, uh, Jesus, I don't understand. Why won't you criticize them for taking too much from us? The Romans, they've taken too much of our money. And he said, and he was like, yo, is it is it my money, though? It ain't my money. Is it my face on the coin? So get a Caesar belongs to him. My father's higher than that. And they're like, but Jesus, don't you understand? This isn't fair. So if you wouldn't mind hitting the like button and subscribing to your boy, I'd appreciate it. There are new programs, but we have to wait 15 years for the new English books, so it depends on the districts. Oh, that's interesting, Stephanie, because I know my mom, at least in New York State, which is, you know, our taxes are stupid, crazy high here. They get new books all the damn time. In fact, they they spend more per student than I think the rest of the country, and our grades aren't better like they used to be. It used to be a New York State education meant something, and not anymore. Make taxes voluntary, cut Social Security, make Social... Make school voluntary. Let people make... A, yeah, I actually agree with all of that, Bear Gribble. Um, Bear Gribble was a silly, stupid name. I love it, though. I would... Education should be... Voluntary. And you should have to pay for education. I think of that, too. We got to... The government got way too involved in being daddy. It's not, dad, it's not the government's job to pay for your education. I'm so sick of it. If, oh, you want your kid to go to school? You got to pay for it. Astomi in Kenya. That's how it is. So, so they're like super strict on their kids because it's like, uh, I'm paying those fees for you to go to school. You better get your butt in there and do what the teacher says. So when things aren't like that, they let it go. They let it go. This was actually a fun episode. See, sometimes I don't know where the episode's gonna go, and I just let it. I just let it happen. And and those are probably shows that I enjoy more. Um, I've now reached the end of my show, so if you've never been here before, please hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, I do appreciate the subscriptions, trying to grow this thing, we're up to like 200, I saw 235, the last I noticed, 235 subscriptions, this channel, we started with like 20 in January, because I got those from, you know, a few years ago, and I'd like to get this to 1,000 by the end of the year, I think that's a reasonable goal, 1,000 subs by the end of the year, I think that would be really cool. And I don't know if Island's here, but if Island's here, it's your chance to put in your link, or I'm going to keep going. I think education is and needs to continue to move online. I heard one district in Florida that went totally online. Yeah, like, that's why you should be homeschooling your kids. I want Domi to homeschool our kids. Or Miss going to send them to a pro- up until, uh, like, probably seventh grade. So there's Island's link. Go check them out. There actually is no Freestyle.